Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. You look really pretty. <laughs> All right, listen, today's show is beginning. <laughs> right now? Fuck. With, the, with one kill me now moment, okay? okay. I, I am a little late because I went to the wrong building. Cause I didn't meditate today and I was on the phone. All oh right. My. Anyway, so I go to the wrong building, which is fine. But then I get in the elevator and I, it said, you know, like you can't fucking press a button on the fucking elevator. You go down, you press, <laughs> I want to go to this floor. It tells you what elevator to go on. I'm in the fucking elevator and I notice the little, you know, they have little. Uh, a screen that shows the floor you're on. Oh, yeah. When the door, by where the door is, you right. can see where it's going to stop. And right. my number's not there. I'm like, I can't. Why the fuck can't I have control over pressing the fucking elevator? It's so messed up. Do you recognize that voice? Do you recognize that voice? It's a very famous voice, and I love that pretty voice. And she's really, really hot, and she's really, really tall, and she's really, really smart, and she has really big balls. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited. Our guest today is the one, the only, Nancy Gunn! It's Giles. Giles. It's Giles. I said it's it on purpose. Giles. I, I know. I, know. Oh, I'm, you're... I love Nancy Giles. She is really, really hot. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan really of Judy Gold. And I always love you, love you, love you. And we're both tall women, which is really, really fun. And I love Nancy Giles is here. Now, Nancy... Um, I don't really have to intro you. I mean, th- I think everyone pretty much. No, don't yeah. make those assumptions. I mean, I'm not saying I, I need to hear my credits, but no. And my voice isn't as known as it once was. Don't <laughs> even. Don't ch- even. Oh, no. I'll tell you. Oh, uh, we're going to go into that. Oh, good. Okay. It's all changed. Ageism, 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 ageism. Anti-union, anti-union, anti-union. And the worship of celebrities, the worship of celebrities. And they are dumb, dumb, dumb. They are retarded because of how we treat them. (laughs) You can't say retarded. Right, right. Mentally challenged, they are mentally regressed. (laughs) Regressed. No, mentally handicapped. Handicapped. They're 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 bothered. Okay, this is, um, I know you haven't listened to the show, so as a Jew, anytime we mention anything remotely Jewish, a whistle blows. Okay, so uh, Nancy Giles was born in New York City and grew up in Queens, New York. Now, <laughs> wait, I've got a better one for what? you. This would work. Um, if you if you know the New York City public school system yes. back in the 60s and 70s, they had zoning. Yes. Where it didn't necessarily matter if there was a neighborhood school. Sometimes you were zoned for another neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in St. Albans, which is near yes. Springfield Gardens. Yeah. When I went to high school, I was zoned for, get your whistle ready, Forest Hills High School. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. Did, now, you're one of seven. Yeah. The fuck is that? Were your parents really attracted to each other? I think, I think or, for a time, yeah. Or I mean, was it no birth control? No, no, they're not Catholic or anything like that. But I do remember when I finally realized how it all happens. Yeah, I remember staring at my mother intently, ah, like, go. and whenever I tried to ask her about what it was like, she would yeah. always go, "I blacked out." <laughs> But I've got a friend. So she was with Bill Cosby. Then. Oh God! Whoa. Yes. All right. Sorry. Still, we haven't forgotten you. 
That's still rough. Oh, I know. That's still rough. I loved not the Cosby show. I loved the Bill Cosby show when he was right, Chet Kincaid. Right, right, right. And all of his old albums and his TV it's specials. Horrible when you find that out. He cheated on all of us. It feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh. I'll let you say that. Hennessy's here. Hennessy goes on VP, which is voice probation when oh my he God. gets on my nerves. Oh all right, my listen. God. <laughs> so why was your... All right. So your mother was an artist. Uh and a teacher your father taught math and he years ago and, and he, he was an architect right yeah, everything but he he failed the architect's license so he actually oh. was like a um god what was his official position like a senior draftsman yes oh, oh. that's cool. so he yeah. did all the work and he did a lot of the, outdoor yeah, work yeah. and stuff and and his name was thomas jefferson john honest to god and why why do you think he was named that because i guess his parents believed a lot of the you know, malarkey about Thomas right. Jefferson. He, Thomas Jefferson did some good things. Right. I mean, he had the good taste to have a black mistress. Right. But, Sally, um, Sally, 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 Hemmings. Okay. I love that you sing like that. <laughs> I'm a fucking mental case. <laughs> All right. So you grow up in Queens. You're one of seven. Um, you go to Oberlin. Mm-hmm. Which is a fucking great school. Did all your siblings go to great schools? You know, all, let's see, six of us went to college. My younger brother Gilbert went a couple of years to School of Visual Arts, but didn't graduate. But Gilbert Giles? Yes. But uh, let's see, my sister went to MIT, my brother went to what? BU. Wait, my, stop. Yeah. Your oh, that, sister went to MIT? Which, she did. which sister? This is my older sister, Lorna, who's passed, unfortunately. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Shout out to Lorna. Yeah. She went to oh. MIT. My older brother, Leland, went to BU. My uh, Another older brother, Jeffrey, went to BU. My brother, Dwayne, went to City College. Right. I went to Oberlin. My sister, Sue, went to Fredonia State oh, University yes. of Fredonia. And Gilbert went to SVU. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. Bunch yeah. of nerds. Good parents. And my parents. And my parents were the ones in their families, the first one to go to college. And my mom was uh, a World War II veteran when the- No fucking way. In the Women's Army Corps when it was segregated. We're going to have to have her on for a part two, no? Oh, you're, yeah, this she was is not amazing. even. Yeah. We're not even scratching. What the fuck? I that's, know. That's another from show. an amazing family. I and know. I, I noticed that all your siblings live in the area. Uh, well, except my sister Lorna, who lived out in the uh, Martha's Vineyard. But right. yeah, everybody else is still around. That's around. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh, losing a sibling must be the worst. Yep. Mm. It's because it's like... Well, it's bad enough. Are your parents alive? No, dead. Horrible. So you know what it's like right. the first time when you lose a parent. Right. It literally feels like you're... Uh, like a limb is gone. Right. And then when, because my mom died first, and when my right. father died, I actually felt right. like, yeah, like I was orphaned. Even with my brothers and sisters, right. you just feel like, you know, so add to that, and I've lost no, two you siblings, do. and you it's rough. You are orphaned. You are an orphan. And, you know, it's like, it doesn't... do you feel ma- that way? I still feel that I way. Know. I feel, because I have so many friends who have their parents. I know. Or I'm, one parent, you know? I'm jealous. Yeah, of course. And it's like, you age. You know, I remember my father died in 90, right? So I'm 27. And I was like, I didn't even think it was that young. But it is pretty young. I know. You don't really know him. I don't, I mean, after when I, you know, had children and, you know, I got in, you get older and you're like, oh, I wish I could know his opinion on, I know, know. I know. But I felt older. I know. I felt way older. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, then I definitely feel... The loss. You're, yeah. You're a lo- this is what my rabbi said at the Shiva when my mother died. He said, you feel the presence of the absence. Oh, wise rabbi. Right. Ugh. And so that's what I feel. Yeah. God, you lost two siblings. Okay, I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Look, just like that's losing terrible. parents. And you're so young. I know. Like losing parents. You realize, I mean. Well, you really realize you're mortal. Not only that, but like you, you start. I started thinking about friends who lost their parents when they were much oh younger. Oh my god! And I was me like, too. I, I feel so lucky. I was thirty-eight when my mom died, and forty-eight when my father died. And I have friends who lost parents when they were kids. I know. Don't remember them that much, right. or they were even younger. And it's, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's just like a club you don't want anybody right, else to be right. in, but everybody else gets to. Right. At some but point. it's you. It's also a club of <clears throat> you can't talk to people who haven't been through it because they don't get it they even as much it. as they try and you're not being mean it's nope. just like you, i'm sorry they you don't, don't get, get it. it nope of course 
Like I talk to Elisa about, like I have dreams about my mother and I'm always, you know, and my father. And I'll be go, you know, you go through periods where you're like really miss them like certain times a year and you're like, oh, what the fuck's going on? And I'll say to Elisa, my lesbo lover, and she'll, <laughs> she'll be what like, she, what's on her business yes, card? Yes. Judy's lesbo lover. And, uh, and I'll say, st- and she'll say, um, yeah, I know, uh, you know, I'm going to lose my mother one day. And I'm like, no, you're a therapist. You don't say that. All right. Anyway. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. All right. So Dorothy and Thomas. I can't believe all this research. Oh, I'm bad. Okay. Now, um, you She's went to Oberlin. I did. And you studied creative writing. It was by default. Why? Um, well, what were you going to study? It's a, it's messed up. Okay, Oberlin is a really fine school. Right. They but, have a wonderful conservatory, and they've got a good separate school oh, of yeah. arts and sciences. Yes. And it's one of the first, uh, the first college in the country that was co-educational and the right. first to admit black students in the 1800s. Right. But, um, you know, you can't, I, I think that I know what you're going to say. Well... Here's the other thing about Oberlin when I went there. They had no distribution requirements. Right. I think our class was the last one. These and the fact that they offered me a scholarship were right. what got me there. Right. So suddenly I could take anything I want. Right. So I just was jerking around. I thought I would be a drama major. Right. They had a bad drama department. Right. And I couldn't get in any of the plays, so that messed that up. So right. creative writing. I graduated uh, from Rutgers, and then I... I I auditioned for graduate school. In acting, I'm guessing. Yes, yeah. uh, but I was a music major. And then I went, What right? did you play? Piano and clarinet. No kidding. Oh, I played viola. Nerd. Oh, I love viola. I love we clarinet. should start a band. I'm bad, but I would do. I'll bring it. Ball. I'll bring it. All right. Okay. I'm going to so, splice together a reel of, of you saying, we should start a band with all the musician guests. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'll put it to music. Okay, great. Thank you. Anyway, so... I grad I I auditioned for graduate school and Bill Espert says you're oh. very talented. Uh but is that uh, a bell? is that a whistle? Uh, is he Jewish Bill Espert? I don't, I don't know. think so. I don't he's, he's not. I don't know. He should be. Okay. Well, he's in the arts. You right, can give him a right. half whistle. Okay. Okay. And he's told me that uh he said how do you expect me to cast you you're too tall. So I figured after research that, you know, you're a tall black woman. Where, where are you gonna get Man, cast? I you know? know, I know. And you're taller than me. Yeah. You're how I, tall are you? I think I have a bigger penis. Oh my Cause god. Because I saw you at the urinal. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> um, I am. I what? think I'm six two now because I shrunk from my knee replacement. Real? How are your How are your knees and hips? My knees are really bad now. <laughs> right now, I think I think it's kind of age, and I put on some weight, and I'm trying. I to can't with lose the weight. weight and the hot I'm flashes. Trying. Oh man, are you taking hormones? No, I was taking hormones. I stopped because I'm on anti- antidepressants and all this other shit. Uh, okay, and then listen to what happened to me, and then we're going back to Nancy Giles. Oh um, dear, I I I'm on this arthritis medication, meloxicam. It's Mobic. And so the, I go to a local pharmacy because I won't go to Dwayne Reed or anything oh, like please. that. So I only use local. Um, Where do you live, Judy? Upper West Side. Of course. And, I'll blow your whistle. What, oh, you right. missed it. And um, on it. I, I, he wasn't, he's not in on Sundays. And I ran out of my Mobic. And I didn't take it. And then I forgot to pick it up. So for three days without Mobic. And then all of a sudden, the whole left side of my body <sighs> is killing me. My arm's killing me. My hip. And I look up side effects. And it's like, we'll wear off. No, it was like horrible, this blog of side effects when you stop taking. And then I was real- realizing, this is masking the pain and killing my liver. And so oh. now I have to go. But uh, if you need a good knee doctor. Well, here's the sad thing is um, I-, I lived in California for a while. When I came back, um, um, internet uh, companies you know, and dot-com companies and prescription medications were everywhere right. and that was the bulk of the voiceovers that right. I did and that's when I realized that almost every medication has death or near death right. causing side effects which then you get other prescription medication right. for but one and of my favorites I'll give you one of my greatest hits <clears throat> the only opportunity I had to almost work with Sally Field right she was doing Boniva ads for yes postmenopausal yes osteoporosis uh-huh um don't take Boniva and tell your doctor if you have difficult or painful swallowing, chest pains, or severe continuing heartburn, as these may be signs of serious upper digestive problems. 
Thank you. Everyone in your Woo! living room. Yeah, I know. But it's like when you say it with that voice, <laughs> you can't... Upper digestive problems. ...hear the negativity. Well, it's no, they, like, d- oh. they mask them with these stupid scenes. Like I do, I do a whole thing on my act about it, about how they mask... You know, they show little things like, oh, the, the coach is going to the basketball game and he's going to, you know, it's like, fuck you. It's all right. like all the uh, tampon commercials where the girls are always yeah. horseback riding yeah. in white pants. Right. Yeah. yeah. Doing right. yoga. Uh, I have, you know, I have had to go on auditions. I have had to dress certain ways for certain things I'm doing on stage. And I've had to go to secondhand stores and sometimes the stuff smells. <laughs> they make, I like when they make you buy your own wardrobe. Oh, I, what is that? You've heard my bit about that. Did you, uh, you've heard my bit about every time I, every fucking time I do a guest spot on a show, yeah. they call me up. They're like, hey, can we have your sizes? <laughs> and then they're like, how tall are you? I'm like, well, 6'2". Mm-hmm. And what's your inseam? Probably about 37. Mm-hmm. And how much do you weigh? Do I really have to tell you? Um, What's your... <laughs> Uh, shoe size uh, about 12 and a half mm-hmm. <laughs> is there anything in your closet you think this character <laughs> might wear that's exactly okay so I mean you do you have to go out and buy shit so now you don't even have to leave the house I ended up saving 90% on a banana republic shirt and tailor pants for Elisa styles from anthropology all, they're all brand new Valentino coach Zara J crew Lulu Melon. Elisa loves Lulu Melon because she's the little Jappy deep down inside. <laughs> uh, new designs, lightly used. I've actually also bought lightly used Eileen Fisher. Okay. I yeah, call they've... it Eileen Fisher because I'm <laughs> scatological. Because uh, I'm a Jew. You're ridiculous. Uh, they but have it's lightly, like new, lightly yeah, used light, clothing right. and also brand new clothing. And, you know, some stuff, uh, they check everything like four times to make sure it's um, like Because you know how new. many people like will bring it home and then be like, uh-uh, or they'll wear it once, right. you know? Or I have got stuff in my closet that still has tags on it from like- You do? High school. Okay, that's mental. Yeah. So go to threadup.com, T-H-R-E-D, up, dot com slash Judy, T-H-R-E-D, Dash U P, no, it's not dash. It's T H R E D U P slash Judy. Get forty percent off your first order. Forty fucking percent. That's a lot. Okay, that's forty percent added to a ninety percent discount at uh, up to ninety percent. Yeah. Well, up to. I just don't want to lie to Valentino anyone. shoes. Okay, <laughs> listen to this. Here's some of the stuff. Tory Birch bag. It's three hundred bucks. Ninety one dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valentino shoes. Nine ninety five. Nine hundred ninety nine five nine hundred ninety five dollars a hundred bucks. Oh, free nice. people sweater! I just got Elisa a free people sweater. Uh, hundred twenty eight dollars. Get it for twenty nine under nine. Send some of that this way. You know what's good is that you can do this, and the person you're buying it for will have no fucking clue, <laughs> and you will be uh, totally on the like, oh my god, she is so generous. <laughs> I mean, she. Bo- I'm not even that good friends with her. And she bought me a coach bag. All right. So you go to Oberlin. um, You uh, then you you go you get into Second City. Yeah, that was crazy. We're in Chicago. Yeah. Three years, I think you spent there. Toured in the touring company, company. which is a big difference. Yes. yes, Only the touring company. Yeah. But that taught you. I loved it. Taught you about thinking on your feet. It did. And, And made me realize that thinking on my feet is the same as writing. Right. Because before that, I saw partly because of the creative writing right. major I had this idea that what I wasn't what I and they didn't like my creative writing by the way why at Oberlin they didn't think it was the authentic black experience oh yeah I read that yeah. I read that, yeah. that you, I each sh- person was supposed to the gay person oh was God. supposed to write about the struggle of that's right. like an so existential bullshit it was crazy they just yeah it was I mean, crazy they, they just okay. It still happens, right? Right. Yes, of course it does. I just fucking okay. people are crazy. I know. Right, I know. VP. But as you guys know, that became comedy years later. Right, right, right. At the time, it was just so painful. Right. I would listen to Earth, Wind, and Fire with oh. my friends and just sob. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love Earth, After Wind, and Fire. the love is gone. gone. <laughs> um, Okay, so, and yeah. then and you did a little stand up. Yeah, after because Second City was frustrating because when I was there, oh, it's so it was the early '80s. They didn't really have a director, and there were no other black people in any right. of the companies. Right, 
And in fact, um, Harold Washington became the mayor of Chicago yes. while he was living there, first black mayor. And they had white actors playing him. They didn't put him in blackface, but it was right. just like, yeah, no biggie. And it was like, I, I, yeah. So I started doing my own thing right. out of frustration. Now, were you always a fan of Andy Rooney, or was it because you found your voice through something similar to what he did? It, it, or, I mean, because he's an old, he was an old curmudgeon, mm-hmm. but. I loved his pieces. I know, you know, you know that's a. Gr- I wore. I grew up on his pieces. Right. We watched sixty minutes, and but, when I and when I think of news, even when I was a kid, it was CBS News, right? And ABC, well, except at Saturday nights were CBS, but ABC was like the comedies, right, right, for us right. Young people in yes. the seventies. Um, no, it's bizarre that I even got there. Uh, I was doing kind of bad stand-up, but it was mostly storytelling. I was saying to Hennessy before, because yeah. I don't have, I'm not great with the punchlines. Right. So if someone I knew was having a show, they'd invite me. Right. And years went on, and uh, when I came back to New York after living in L.A., I started hanging out with these sort of hippies right. who were doing kind of political comedy. And at the time, Giuliani was mayor. Ugh. You could pick up the paper yeah. and just riff on that. Right, right. Um, and... Quite by chance, Erin Moriarty, who's on yes. 48 Hours on CBS, yes. she saw me in a show with a, a colleague of hers, and a year later, a full year went by, she left me this message that's like, I'm not stalking you, I'm Erin Moriarty, but I saw you a year ago, and I was wondering if you would uh, consider meeting me and talking about working in radio. Right, right. And Always I, start off a sentence with, I'm not I'm stalking, not stalking you. you. I'm on your machine. It's right. Like, ah! <laughs> they um, don't have the machines anymore. Right. And no t- more. I know, right. And at the time, I was working with Jay Thomas. You know yes, Jay. Yes, I remember. I auditioned um, for that show. I know. I have to tell you about... Well, I'll tell you about that now. No, I have to tell Tell me. Well, uh, let me... I'll finish, right, finish okay. Aaron Moriarty. Anyway, I was doing Jay's show, and I was... Uh, thought I was going to be fired. So I met with Aaron in secret. Then the whole show got canceled. Right. Then 9-11 happened. And then about six <sighs> months later, Aaron and I started doing this local talk radio show we we recorded it in new york but it was for philadelphia and i love i love radio you know i know it's the best and from that she told me to meet with her friend rand morrison who's the executive producer of sunday morning she said i think you should do commentaries and i was i didn't quite know what she meant i didn't make the connection between that and what andy rooney did right so when i saw the commentaries that they were doing on sunday morning people like um, Calvin Trillin, yes, very yes. erudite and right. New Yorker. way smarter yeah. than anything I could do. And I was like, I don't know. But I did one piece on how I think high-heeled shoes are a conspiracy right. against women. And it went over really well. And they just kept asking me right. to do more. And now it's been almost 15 years. I can't. Yeah. It's fucking it's great bizarre. job. Okay, Jay Thomas. Yeah, go. Well, first of all, I didn't know he was so right-wingy mental. Is he? Well, I, is he now? Because he wasn't then. He wasn't then. then, but then didn't he say something? I don't know. He said some. I heard like a year ago or something that he got in a fight. He said something really anti-gay or something. Oh, dear. I guess it's not. I guess he's not a he probably didn't mean it. I, yeah, I don't know. He said something like, "What?" So, what? Wait, what were you going to say? Well, we auditioned for the show at yeah. the same time. Yeah, and I heard uh, it was completely by accident a friend of mine knows him and he was saying he was gonna, looking for a funny woman and my friend Joe Grafasi said you should meet my friend Nancy she went to Second City blah 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 so I got the word that I was going to come in and sit in with him for a few days so I started listening to the show and I listened to you and I thought they've got their person you were great oh, you were thank so you. funny I mean I was listening and feeling sad because I thought well I really would have now I never job. get anything no that's not true I mean alright I'll take that back My but what therapist... was your experience you were, you were I thought I you were really good I went in and I I thought it was great and then no I know. That I didn't expect usual. to get it. I didn't expect at all. And but he, it was also I was. I mean, that getting up that fucking or how? What time did Judy, you have to get up? That I mean, was three, crazy. That four? was crazy. You had to get up. I had to get up at four to be there at five and to be funny and on the air by six. And yeah, it's six to ten, yes. five days a week. It, it was a killer. But yeah, I lo- I love radio. Of Here course. we are. Yeah. I loved it. Kinda. And what a what a person to lose it to. If you you know you gotta yeah. lose a gig to someone. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But you know I felt I. I felt like I'd run into, I ran into you like a year later, and I wanted to come over and say something, but I thought, I think she hates me. Oh so my I God, I am so, tell her that I'm not like that. You're not. No, she, she's Everybody not. thinks that at first. Yeah. Why no, do I don't. think that, Judy? Come on. <laughs> it's that a I don't like gag. them? No. Yes. I bet I know why. It's because we're tall. People make oh, a lot of assumptions with and that. And you walk no. in, they're scared of you. Yes, That's not you why. don't know that. I do know. That is true. And I, I e- study you, Judy. No. 
I do know why. why? It's because why? she reads articles on her phone and she can't help herself. Because you can't, like, you, I feel like you get uncomfortable around people when they come up to you. Do you? No, I just don't. I'm projecting that, but. No, I I don't. I feel like I don't want. What do you mean I'm reading articles on the phone? You do. You're ADD and you just start like (laughs) futzing around. Right, if I'm done. Yeah, if you're done. But the people in the audience aren't done. They're just getting started. I don't read articles on my phone (laughs) when I'm performing. What the fuck? Not when you're performing after the show. I don't want to talk to people after the show. Right, so they think you don't like them. No. People need to get over that. They do. I'll tell you, though, you you really might not realize this. I know this for a fact. When you're tall, when you're a tall woman, regardless of what might come out of your mouth, because I'm such a weakling, right. I would always get auditions for like judges and yeah, angry yeah, yeah. Uh, prison guards and right. stuff, and then they would say, angrier, be angrier, and I, that's not my nature, right, but right. they think that. Right. There is this kind of tall... The, I also said, I also, t- now my son, my younger son is six, five and a half, and he's 15. Oh and my God. he, you know... You know, he'd come home from school and be like, I'm in the back. I didn't do anything. I'm the one that got in trouble. I said, Ben, I told him this when he was very young. You will always be blamed for everything because you're the biggest one. That's right. And it's true. Like, he gets blamed for, he's like, Mommy, I wasn't even, and I'm like, I know. It's not fair. It's like they see you. It's your fault. It's, it's, you're, it's, I guess it's like. All right, it's not like being black. We're but so stupid. Being black, you can't hide it. Of you course know? not, and you like, can't hide being tall. Right, li- exactly. I mean, everyone or being else, a woman, yeah, female, well, not quite the same. Yeah, okay, bye now. Oh shit. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> bye. Uh, no, but I'm just saying it's it is like you walk you in, you can't hide it. People, and do, what about wait? Do you get I get I, a lot of times like an elevator? Like I'll walk in and then you see someone look at your feet to see if you have like 15 inch heels on, and you're like, really? But I have to admit, when I see another tall woman, I and I'm, you get competitive. Not competitive, <laughs> but I'm going to ask you this for my right, podcast. Right. Um, I always want to know where they get their shoes, where yes, they get their pants. Yes, I do. I, same thing. You know, why is it we live in New York City? Well, I live in Weehawken now, but why is there not like a a, a dedicated tall women's clothing store. I, I mean, when I we go on your podcast, I will tell you, list. I uh, will give you I mean, I the story of me buying, because you know, I'm fourth generation going to the tall gal's shoes on 38th. Oh man. Or 40th between 5th and Madison. Right. Fourth, I mean, my grand great-grandparents went there. My <gasps> grand great-grandparents. Everybody's tall? They all, well, my mother was 5'9". That's my, tall. Yeah, and my grandmother, who was born in 1896, she was 5'7", which was really tall. Huge. Huge. And her, her husband, my grandfather, was like 6'4". I mean, huge. Huge. Y-U-G-E. <laughs> um, but my mother had 11 and a half, four A's. That was her foot. Oh, man. Yeah, my grandmother had a really big foot. So we used to have to... All right. Well, all right. Anyway, I have to talk about you. So then you... Um, you uh, you don't have to stick to that. No, I know, but I have all okay. these notes that I wrote all right, about all right. stuff. All right, so <laughs> you were just you were in the um, paper bag players. I remember the paper bag players. That was my first professional <sighs> yeah. acting job. And you would sing like you were a bag of garbage, or so- yeah. And I like song, I oh, song. I, I, I loved, I loved that job. Yeah. I saw them when I was a kid. They yeah, would, paper they bag. would tour around New York yeah, City and yeah, go yeah. to the parks. I got called back for the paper bag players four years in a row, and they they kept calling me in. Mm-hmm. And then they were just like, I had to play a bathtub mm-hmm. in one of the audition scenes. I'm like, oh, come and take a bath in me. You know what I mean? And they're like, okay. You want to bathe, Jimmy, not eat, Jimmy. And I guess I was too edgy. But that's what I was telling you before. Right. As a guy that looks like a girl, I'm taking, I'm taken as edgy. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? That's your built-in. And I'm thing. not. I'm really I not. Know. Well, here's you should consider yourself lucky because had you been hired, there's a good chance you might have been fired right away and or tortured in between, which is kind of what happened to me. Right. I did. I rehearsed. You'd think loved they loved it. Right. Did one show at Brooklyn College. Kids were asking me afterwards for my autograph. There are only four people in the right. company, and one of them was the co-founder. Right. Mm-hmm. The day after uh, the autograph signing in, at Brooklyn College, they called me in and said, "Yeah, it's obvious that you just aren't as you aren't professional, and so you're fired." Oh, because oh, the because the the creator was jealous. 
Yeah, it was weird. I didn't know at the time. I had a situation like that. The guy was no the 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 woman. Yes, the short woman with this. Yes, oh, her name was the late Judith. Judith who? who? Uh, I I blocked out her last name. (laughs) Yeah, okay, I think so. I think so. Uh, And and it's a shame. It was I just that's what I. That's why I don't understand the not taking care of your sisters in this business. But Judy, let's be honest. Who's hurt you, if you want to put it that way, the most in this business? Has women. It, me too. Ooh. Black women. Black One in particular. I also... You, you always think there have to be certain things that like every, all of us as a gender or mm-hmm. all of us as a race or all of us as a culture, religion have in common? Nope. No. 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 It's, it's so... It, you know, it's that there's not enough room and that our struggle... You know, look... There is. We just need... To you're understand not, that there I, you're, is. You're not female anymore, so shut. I am female. Ooh. We can have some kindness I know. and compassion. All right. Although I All understand right. the dynamic of your... I'm just being, <laughs> I'm just being an asshole. Um, no, but it, I you. have also said that my my autobiography oh, wait, will be... Oh, wait, you're right. I'm not female anymore. I got my driver's license changed. Okay, Sorry. I'm telling a fucking story. Sorry, you weren't off Congrats. completely. Go on. All right, go on. I have been uh i mean if i wrote my autobiography it would be thanks judy we're going black (laughs) i have lost i have been had characters named after me and they've sherry shepherd has gotten so much of my work uh of not it's her work now but it's like literally parts with the name judy i've hosted pilots and then they've given it to her i've done um i just lost another part to someone and they literally told my agent I had it. They 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 uh, dragged me along for two months, and then they said, "I'm sorry, we're going." You know, how they say African American. Well, don't look at me because I'm not getting them. Well, the, no, but the thing is, it would be great if I was racist, and then I could be like, you know, a racist. But reparations, uh, Judy. Uh, I just feel like <laughs> it's so hard for. Uh, that's why it's the woman is always filling some quota. Right. You know? She, she's an ancillary character. Right, it's right. Very rarely is she, right. is it about her or her right. friends? Yeah. And it's like, you're the right person for the job, but we are, this is literally, they were like, well, we have two Jewish guys from New York in the cast and... So uh, the Jewish quota was so filled? So the Jewish was, was filled. And, you know, it's, can we just be in real life on television instead of, you know, this fake bullshit that... Uh, wasn't wasn't the 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 term write Yiddish talk British? Yeah, wasn't that how, yes, how they yes, used to do it? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That's how all, all comedies with the most milk toast leads right. had the snappy dialogue right. and whatnot, and were all written and produced by, by Jewish writers right. and producers. Oh, uh, I'm no, sorry it's fine. About that. I don't. You know, look, I'm over it. But <laughs> are you kidding? No, I'm it's not. just it's just so I don't understand. It's I, I feel it's changing now. Okay. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. This motherfucker who is Agent Orange, piece of shit, fucking asshole, fuck, can't say enough curse words. Evil. Evil. Mm -hmm. Incarnate. Yes. Dumb. Dumb. He's dumb. dumb. I mean, it would be different if he was intelligent. He's a dumb idiot he's not hypocrite smart enough to be racist he's just bigoted and stupid yeah so he um he becomes president uh after we have the most intelligent the classy i mean those two the classiest you felt like you were a part of that white house this i I don't I, i don't there's no comparison like and what they did to him. Yeah. You lied. When they said you oh lied to him at that first. State I, I, of the Union. I, I could. I, I was like, I you know. would never say that no. to a white guy. Never. And fucking Bush lied about no, that. You know. Never. I know. And now with this intelligence shit. And what? you're telling me. We went to uh, uh, yeah. Iraq. Mm-hmm. Because of false intelligence. Mm-hmm. And, and now basically our country is being taken over by Russia. Right. But what mm-hmm. the Cheeto head right. is focusing on is who's leaking. Yeah, you know, we're not His talking fucking about adult prostate diapers. Is leaking, you know, <laughs> know. <He's> fucking <laughs> nice. It's so uh, hurtful. I know, and yet lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. Now, if Hillary Clinton was a man, 
that she would be president. He would be president right now, without a doubt. But so what I'm saying to you, the point I want to make, because I think Nancy Giles will agree with me. The fact that these millennials, these people in their 20s and early 30s, women who said who didn't vote for Hillary because they're like, well, you know, there's going to be a woman. It's just not her. And these hundred year old women who, you know, got in portable ambulances to vote for a woman for the first time in their life who now will die never seeing a woman president you it that to me and it's not you can call because she's a woman she was quali- over qualified you know it's it's the struggle like i i say this to gay men too you know li- young gay men because mm-hmm. i live you live through the aids crisis oh, we yeah. were the ones that it was the women who fucking saved these guys, yeah. lesbians and like gay or, faggy. Or saw them, um, you know, you or know. were with them when they died, right. you know, often, yeah. yeah. Um, I know. But there's, there's no struggle. And now look what we have. So many things went wrong. I mean, I, you know, the Russians had their hand in it. Right, there right. was all that hacking and all that, and all this crap focus on emails and Benghazi, which mm-hmm. just became code words. But, there was a bigger bigger thing going on, and the numbers actually bailed me out. And that's that white women didn't vote for Hillary. They, the, right. the balance of them voted for Trump. Right. And I remember when she was running for the Senate, I was still living in New York, and I have very smart, educated women friends who said that they weren't going to vote for Hillary. And when I asked why, I got a variation on this as an answer, because she should have left him. Women blame her. And and I have to say, I blame Bill. Okay, you might say you might say Bill lied, nobody died, fine. But he was the F up, not Hillary. Exactly. Oh, it's his fucking. And I gotta say, I wish he had just disappeared into the background. Don't don't campaign with her. Don't remind people. Right, right, right. Of course, don't cross the tarmac and talk to Loretta Lynch either. Shut up and get out of Right. I don't think he was really her ally Helpful, yeah. but what's but it's weird how we blame the women what's wrong with right. us she should have left him yeah. how many people oh and remember relation- yeah go ahead remember trump brought some of oh his- yes yes some of the accusers meanwhile how many pe- why didn't they bring the 13 year old girl oh my god this guy's and says grab your pussy oh and god. he can be president I, I mean what the fuck i don't know i don't know but i don't want to just hate the people that voted for him. There's got to, we have to try to find some I common do. ground. We, I know we do. I we know do. that's the whole thing, but I it's can't. It's hard. It's no, hard. I think it's a person, like when people voted for Bush, right, uh, as a gay, um, uh, you know, anytime you vote for someone who is going to personally affect your sibling, your aunt, your cousin, your best friend, your sister's best friend, you know, and say that their family's not valid. They shouldn't be able to adopt kids. They shouldn't be, you know. I'm sorry. To me, that's that your fucking taxes, Trump. Ugh, I hate that word. I know. Um, we have to find yeah, a new word. I know. Um, you know, the civil human rights of someone who you know. I'm sorry. I'm done with you. Yeah. I am done with you. I never could get log cabin Republicans. Yes. The, the gay I conservatives. To, when I had a radio show at Sirius where I went this morning instead of coming here, um, <laughs> I would ha- every week would have this woman who was a log cabin. And it was like, how much do you hate yourself? How much do you hate the fact that you're gay? How much the, do you hate your parents? Was you it know? about the money? Was that the No, thing? we're just really, you know, I have Republican values, and, you know, they're going to come around. They're going to come around. They're very nice. No, they're not! Oh, that's my fucking phone. Oh, I loved her. Loved Loved that show was ten thousand times more progressive than that, Sex oh, in the City. Oh, there, there'd be no Please. Ellen without. There'd be no single. I mean, wait, what's her name? Did it? Um, Anne Marie, that girl. Yeah, 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 that but girl. She, but they had to hook her up with Donald with, right. right away. And and Mary went. I mean, she was on her own. She had a job. She was attractive right. and funny. Right. 
And for me, because I know for you, it took a little longer. There was a Jew. Uh, there was a Jewish girl from New York. Oh, my God. Who was her best friend. Which was a big deal. Right. And in fact, I think the first season, some friend of Mary's wants her to join her tennis club. Right. And then it turns out oh, that it's reti- restri- reti- restricted. Re- yes. And, and she won't do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I mean, you had the Jeffersons. In and a way. I mean, one that day show, at a time. That no, show I, made me laugh. The, uh, good times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were kind of stereotyped. Yeah. But, oh. but, but, but they made they us were, laugh. But, yeah, it's, uh, I think for a lot of we people, it was. Jeffersons. No, but I feel like if, well, I mean, it started with All in the Family because he was the neighbor. But I feel like, you know, and I just spoke to someone about this. Uh, I feel like that was the introduction because those sitcoms were part of our family. Are you kidding? Because we all watched them together. Are they were you? on once. And that was Mash, an introduction. All in the family. Yes. Mary Tyler Moore, Bob Newhart, right. Carol Burnett. That's Saturday night. It was unbelievable. You better believe it. Uh, it and th- we were introduced to characters that, you know, we didn't know. People that we had never met. You I know? think it was the Mary Tyler Moore show where I first heard the word gay meaning right, someone that's right, homosexual. Right. And I remember thinking, I said to somebody, what does that mean, gay? Right. I mean, I kind of got it, but I didn't. Right, right. They, they were incredibly hip right. and with it. Mm. Well, that's what was going on in their world. Um, <laughs> but I, I wrote an article after Sherwood Schwartz died for the New York Times about, because, you know, I've, I wrote that show about my addiction to sitcoms, about how he... Um, your phone's going on too. I'm yeah. so sorry. I don't care about how you know you look at these. You know the Brady Bunch and Gilligan's Island. You think, oh, this is just, you know, even as a child. Yeah. Oh, this is just is right. exactly right. And but it was the first blended family. That's, That's why he did that. He he had. I never thought of that. But it's true. He put the first blended family. They weren't married, and they. They wanted one to be divorced, and and uh, they never. Oh, they both had to yeah. be widows. Yes. Widow, widower. Yes, and uh-huh. so that Were was they the both first murder. Did anybody ever discuss no, how they no, both no. conveniently <laughs> then, lost their spices? Um, and then the uh, Gilligan's Island. He purposely put people from different socioeconomic backgrounds in the same mm. place so they could all, you know, live that, together. It was all done equalized. purposely. But if you. And I was friends with Florence Henderson, and she told me that, um, you know, they knew that he was gay, um, Bob Re- Robert Reed. Robert Reed. And at the pilot or something, the director kept saying, you know, I don't like the way you're kissing her. I don't like, you know, you need to kiss her. And, and it was, she told me it was going on and on and on. And finally, she went up to the director because she figured it out and said, leave him alone. What was that? Someone just ran into Someone's the door. Someone's trying to get That in. was Florence. Flo. Oh, I love Flo. I'm hosting her memorial no- service. Oh, wow. Um, When's it going to be? Wednesday at the Music Box. Oh, Do you she want- was lovely. I love her. Did you know her? I met her once when I was doing Fox After Breakfast, oh, and she was lovely. She's the nicest. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we'll, we won't talk about that. No, so, I appreciate you saying that, because I never would have made those connections about that, what he was trying to do. Yeah, he was specifically yeah. trying to do that. Wow. Um, okay, so then, so, all right, you do radio, um, you write some one, you do, you do the one-person shows, which I know for you, because I feel the same way, sitting down and writing is so fucking hard, but getting up and and telling a story is so much easier. And how do you put that onto paper exactly. into a book that exactly. it's not? You know, I'm trying to write a book. I've been I know. trying for 15 years. It's, um, it's so oh hard. My God. But well, a lot of that it came out. I was very lucky in that I did some TV series. I moved to California right. for a while. China Beach, which was frightening. Right. Not China Beach, but California. Yeah. But I got China Beach because there was a writer's strike. Right. And they didn't have any scripts for us because I I don't know about you. I'm not great with scripts. No. I'm just not. I can punch them up. Man, I, I need to take some classes from you because I just did an audition for something that I, I know I could have done better, but I'm just something, I don't know, something's wrong in my head these days. But no, anyway, they just, you're smart. Well, they just had me talk in the China Beach audition because they couldn't give us any scripts because of the strike. Right. So they kind of filmed it and then they sort of scribbled a few things and then the next audition... I ended up sort of repeating some of the stuff that I said to them. Uh, oh, they used it. Did you get I a writer's the, credit? No, of course not. But I got <laughs> but I got hired. I mean, I, they put me in the cast. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah, yeah. You know, so, 
can I tell you, like, I, I, I hardly go on commercial auditions, but if there's a commercial audition where they're like, well, we want you to improv, and then um, and then I'll improv, and then I see the commercial with the exact oh idea. It's God. so fucking I, infuriating. I know, that's not Damn. right. It's very hard for uh, agents to kind of quantify that mm-hmm. and prove... That's happened to me. It happened to me when I auditioned for Saturday Night Live right. the one time. So, yeah, tell me about that. Well, it's it's not the most original idea, but I sang this song with new lyrics called That Black Girl, you know. Right. Afros, da da da, all these black right. references. I didn't get it, but then, and I loved her. What Denise, year was this? Denise Dance, yes. when they hired her. Yes. And I think, was she only on for one year or two? Anyway, I think one, yeah. I saw her do this sketch called That Black Girl where they branched it out and they had a black Donald and all that. Right. I thought, you know, oh well, so. Ugh, but it's not that the most. Kid. I know. It's not you would have. You would have. You would have wanted to kill yourself on that uh, show. I did. You. Know. You must have auditioned. Never auditioned. Never. And really? I don't think so. I don't think I ever. So tall. It was hard to. Yeah. Even, I know the the height thing. thing. Yeah. But God bless Leslie Jones. Oh, I, I fucking love, love her. her. I fu- and she's the nicest person. You've met her? Yes. Oh, my God. I want to meet her. She's I, the best. Oh, my gosh. I love her. All right. So you get this job at CBS. Your right. first piece. Like, A, you're freaking out because it's CBS this morning, which is, I say, one of my top. Sunday morning. Favorite. Did I say Sunday morning? No, you said this morning, but that's okay. Oh, CBS Sunday morning. That's okay. I, I actually DVR it every uh, Sunday. <laughs> but, um, so you get this job, you're freaking out, right? It was my mom's favorite show. She didn't right. like to see me on it, but it was, I know, but my it's father the, did. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so what's your first piece? It was this idea I had about high-heeled shoes being a conspiracy against right. women. And you know the hardest thing to do is try to explain to someone why you think something's funny. Right. So that was my first meeting with the executive producer. Well, I had this idea that so, and he just sort of sat and nodded. Right. And even in the explanation, whatever part I thought might have been funny, it, my sentences started to trail off. Right. And then I was like looking around to try right. to escape. Right. And I, I, made, I made the presentation and I don't think I had any other ideas and I was like, oh, okay, bye. And then three months went by and then I got a call on a Monday one day saying, hi, this is CBS. We've got you down for an essay uh, commentary this week because we're doing this show all about fashion. And I was like, oh, and something about high heels. And I was like, okay. And I just started just right, typing, right, right, right. pulling crap out of my butt. Right. And and that ended up being the piece. Wow! And it went over really but well. Did, had, in those three months, you're like, oh, forget it. I'm yeah, never gonna I hear wasn't from thinking. That. I know. I put it out of my mind. Isn't still... that the best phone call? Oh, that's why we're addicted to this business <laughs> because of that <laughs> phone call. Uh, that's so sick. It's true. But it is. True. It is. It's oh, like winning the addicts. fucking lottery. It just it's doesn't like, happen that often, right? But oh. it happens, and you think it's gonna happen again. And it happens if you're a white blonde guy with blue eyes. Oh okay, I'm working on it. So. Um, <laughs> So that piece went over really well. Right. And uh, then they started asking me, do you have any other ideas? And I was like, well, yeah, I think this. And, and it was a combination of them asking me if I had ideas about topic X. Right, right, or right. Or me saying to them, hey, Don Imus just called these basketball players. Oh, that was fu- you know. my oh, alma mater, too. Him. Oh, that's right. Fuck him. Well, you know, the hard thing is he uh, he was suspended, but then right. they had to pay him his contract. Right, right, right. Because it basically says, we want you to be outrageous. Right. And he not only got that money, but he went on and did it. Right. And he's still working and right. making buku bucks. Look at our president. Hello. I Your know. president, not mine. Not anyway. Mine. So um, you did also, and you've done a lot of pieces about your hair. Oh, well, uh, one in particular. Right. But that, that wasn't easy to get on the air for various reasons. But well, I would think that would be. I, I would love a piece like. Let me uh, just tell. Can I just tell you? You something? got great hair, by no, the way. No, I don't. Yes. I hate. Thank Stop you. Stop it. Uh, it's a. Anyway, <laughs> I love afros. Like I fucking like whenever I see someone on the subway with a huge afro, I'm like, I love your hair. I love. It. To me, that is so beautiful. That is, I mean, that's how I grew up. Right. Right. You it know. And now, why do you have to white your hair? You know, well, for starters, all black yeah. people's hair is not going to be the same right, texture or anything like that. Yeah. So for some people, they're not whiting their hair. Right. It really is straight. Right, right, right. 
But you uh, can tell when they white their hair. Well, you can sometimes tell if it's badly done, if somebody's right. got a weave right, or right. has extensions or something right. like that. In the end, everybody should be allowed to do whatever they, they want. want. I mean, right. right. Yeah, white people you know? do, you know, quote, black people styles they try. all the time. I mean, they try to, right, you know. right. And, and I've had to kind of like medicate myself to be calm about that and not go, leave us alone, leave our hairstyles right. alone. Right. <laughs> Which is stupid. But, um, it, you know, it's all about just accepting what you have and being happy about right. it. But I'll tell you, in this business, uh, to start doing acting stuff like in the early 80s, mm-hmm. they weren't liking afros but oh, black girls I, You, you want to know how many, you want to see my headshots of straight oh hair? Oh my God. <laughs> because just... my manager and you agent too, told me. Because your hair is curly Yeah, too. said straighten your hair and dye it blonde. I swear to God, I have mm-hmm. a headshot of blonde straight hair. Yeah, it's in the 90s funny oh man I mean but women were also wearing shoulder pads yeah no I know but it's still a hair the hair thing for black women it's been a big and it's such beautiful hair I mean it's like but you didn't always you weren't always conditioned that way but look at men they go bald they have hair coming out of their ears and nose you know it's like (laughs) fuck you and now they can shave their head and that's cool Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if a woman shaved their head, it would be like, oh, my God, how much longer do you have to live? Seriously, mm-hmm. It's like ridiculous. I know. There's some commercial on for some sort of um, as seen on TV grooming product right. for men and they're cutting the hairs yeah. out of the guy's ears. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. And that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, um, at least we don't have to worry about that. Judy. But it's also like, look at Chris Rock. I mean, it took him to have daughters for him to realize, oh, my God. But this... you know what? I didn't care for his movie. I like the idea, but if you really watch it, in the end, he's saying straight hair is better. Right. He takes the more natural hair right. to all these Chinese uh, hair places, right. and they're like, no, 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 we want the straight hair. Right. Chris, I, no. Was he saying that? That's, I did not get that that's feeling. Well, I that's would take what Nancy it. thinks. That that was well, my that was my takeaway. Yes, I'll take your. That was part it. of why I did the piece on hair. Yeah, the mm-hmm. thing my afro taught me at 59 East 59 Street theaters. That was um, fun. Yeah. Okay, we have something in common, too. I mean, we have a lot in common. But I am on TV. You're on TV. Uh, People recognize you. And by the way, you were on Search Party and you were great. I love that show. Isn't it a great show? Yes. And they're so nice. She looks. I've never seen anybody that looks like her. Yeah. I love all of it. And they're all so nice. Oh, wow. Um, That's nice. And I. I am not wealthy, okay? <laughs> and yet, everyone thinks I'm wealthy. Because um, you're on TV right? sometimes. And that is really hard. Gold. <laughs> uh, wait. <laughs> um, and I read that. I read that you had said that. And I was like, oh my God. It's so, and, and the people who are wealthy, who are so not talented and you're just like and they go from show to show to right, show to right show. right 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 i mean you know it's hard to see jennifer aniston on any kind of commercials right knowing that the last season of friends alone right i think they were making a million an episode right i don't want to begrudge anybody i mean i i don't if i was that wealthy and they were just handing me money maybe i i, I you know but it's it, weird it, isn't it weird i think it's yeah it's like more the monarchy of Famous that's keeps them there. Well, that's no, it's not because weird. there's people that were stars and, and then the, but, are, you know they're homeless and whatever. But I'm not saying we're homeless. I'm just saying that you, the you gotta. I mean, you gotta save your fucking money. Is what I know. I I mean, yeah, yes, you do. Yes, that's number one. That's true. But it. But again, um. Actually, there is this kind of weird, it's not exactly a monarchy, but I think, because I was on the Screen Actors Guild, now SAG-AFTRA, National Board of Directors for 11 years, and you learn a lot about stuff. Some of it's confidential, but um, (laughs) there's really, there's a group of about 130 actors that make most of of the the money. Right. It's just like the banking industry. Yeah. Yeah. And... The good thing is that That's helps just feed said. into the um, pension and welfare for people right. who don't make as much. Right. But it's such a crapshoot. I, I mean, know. Why are we doing this? Why I, do we do this? I can't mm-hmm. do any. I have no other job. Mm-hmm. I kill. I die if I couldn't do stand up. I think I would. Addicted. Just no. stand up. Addicted. Yeah. No. Stand up. Addicted. Was that um, like 
It's good. Yeah. The um, they're telling me we have to wrap up, but we're gonna go long. Um, well, you were a little bit tardy, so we can't go long. Judy is never late, and don't Hard. you ever say that about <laughs> her just, again. A couple, yeah. Because otherwise, I'll fucking kill you. Um, how can you tell me a CBS idea that you had that they said no fucking way to? Hmm. To be honest, they've never said that. Right. Um, you know, everything I write gets looked over by a producer, mm-hmm. and maybe there's some edits, but almost everything I've proposed or they've asked me to do ends up on the air. Sometimes some pieces have ended up online. Um, but I will tell you this, because I think this is close. Uh, South Park did an episode about Scientology. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, I remember so that. so good. And I had an experience being in an acting class that was run by Scientologists when I was living in L.A. So I have a little insider knowledge about that. So I Ooh. sort of wanted to write about that and the South Park thing. Right. And it was the weirdest experience ever. Uh, the guy who runs the prompter mysteriously disappeared, didn't show up. We were trying to, we were no going to, I was going to have to do the piece with like all my lines right. written on Oak Tag or something weird. Right. Um, the network had to vet that script about five different times through all their lawyers because they don't play. In fact, even mentioning that, I hope that doesn't right. put any undue pressure on you. So that was a very weird kind of experience. What? I'll take it. They're I'll scared. Take it. They're scared creep. of that whole Scientology. <sighs> yeah, they're scary is what, yeah. Well, also, you know, there's no religion that started in upstate New York. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that, to me, it's like... Really? I mean, you, you saw Jesus that in upstate New York <laughs> by a, by a, a sci-fi writer. I, I know. know it's Jesus. so ridiculous by a, by a psychopath sci-fi writer who was totally delusional. I know. I know. Uh-oh. It's to me. I don't know. And the whole, you know, John Travolta's gay, and then he can't be gay, and all that. You know, it's so st- ugh, whatever. Yeah, it's but sad. one person gets. One person gets famous, and then they're all like, I got to join that, because that's, you know, I'm... Oh, my uh, yeah. God. They don't play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the devil is a liar. You also um, don't... We share this thing of, when I'm in front of people, I'm, I don't get nervous. I mean, you said you get a little nervous, but I do feel most comfortable in a, com- like in a comedy stand-up sort of setting, you know? And then when I get off stage, I'm like, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I I I feel like I look prettier under the lights. There is something about the oh, lights. Oh, you're gorgeous. No, but you, you yes, know, I you know, know what, what I mean? you mean. There is something about that that changes things. If I'm not a little bit nervous before I get up there, I'll stink. Right. One way or I the agree other. with that. Yeah. If you don't have a little bit of <sighs> spelkies. And I have to say, the last few months since <laughs> <laughs> since I'm schwitzing. Ow. Ah. Uh, the last yeah. few months since the Cheeto uh, emerged as our so-called leader, I've had a hard time coming up with anything that's funny. That's I say that all the time. How many people like, said to you, oh, you have tons oh, of material. material. And I'm like, but it's not funny. There's no joke. He's dangerous. No, it doesn't come from that place. It doesn't come from right. a fun-loving place. It comes from fear. Fear is not funny. Fear isn't. Anger gets to be funny. Right. Fear is not funny. This has just been weird. So yeah, I've been kind yeah. of on comedic lockdown. I'm trying to. It's so hard. I mean, the the characters like the Spicer and the Kellyanne Conway, that, but not him. He's not. The John Boehner and Mitch McConnell, when, um, oh when, when Barack Obama won. Uh, the second the time. The second time. They didn't come to the phone. Can you... They, believe that yes they you can curse they didn't come to the phone john boehner and mitch mcconnell honey it's the president what? I'm, I'm good what uh, that, that is they were so disrespectful and yeah. disgusting and disgusting and, and we should have had a new supreme court justice oh my god what are you fucking what are you a doing? year a year Mitch McConnell, can I just say he's he is one the, of the most hideous people. Oh, and, and he's hideous looking. Uh, he's he disgusting. No, he is. And his wife is now in the cabinet. Yeah, I know. So I just don't even know what to say about him. Boehner, uh, Paul Ryan, they're all Paul awful. Ryan's disgusting. They better do their due diligence. But now they're doing, now that we are uprising, you know, now that we are... These people are finally showing up and saying, no, you you do what I say. You know, like no one ever showed up. No. I mean, the only good thing about Agent Orange is that he has, 
mobilized us because we were lazy. Maybe but we have to stick with it, right? We can't, because right. look, in the end, uh, over almost a hundred million people didn't even show up to vote, right? Right. And of us progressives, yeah, plenty of us did protest votes with uh, what's his? I can't even remember their names. Right. Jill, Jill Stein, Stein and yeah. Bernie. Wait, you forgot to blo- Jill Stein, Bernie, and the other guy, Bob. Some who was oh, that right. other guy? Jill Stein, <laughs> Bernie. And some other dude who was a complete Oh, yeah, dope. Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. Yeah. What the hell was I mean, that? And you know they're not going to be president. What the hell was that? I know. But people going to town halls, people showing up and showing how many of these uh, congressmen and senators don't want to talk to right, people. Right, right. But then the most important thing is going to be people voting and or running for office themselves. Right. Every election. Every election counts. As some uh, People keep telling me to run for office. I think you should run for office. I, it's, it's been in the back of my mind. Yeah. I, I, but, I, but I love my little township. Yeah. And it's run well. But I do want to get involved. Uh, but I feel like you should. I want to do something. But Local. I, I feel yeah. like you um, should. Yeah, but I. Th- can you imagine I the mean, shit they have on me, cursing and you know? No, come on. But he grabbed the pussy. You would be perfect. So would you. We need we need big voices. I know. And and, and we're we tall. Need, yeah, that can intimidate. <laughs> yeah. Right. Until they start talking to me and I start right. crying or I, something I, like I that. I know. It's so it's so. Don't you're like a ju- yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. We always ask our guests this. Um, first of all, what pisses you off the most? Oh. Like, what fucking makes you fucking crazy? Like, oh and, my goodness! Like, it could be you know spectrum fucking. First of all, they didn't. Even, they call. They don't even show up, and well, then they say we missed you. Speculum. That's the new lie. company. <laughs> Speculum. Time Warner. I hate them. Changed. They all just lie. They lie, yeah. You know, all right, they lie. But... Oh, my God. There's so many things. Uh, one thing is if there's some sort of food that I like, as a part of me never wants to admit that I like it because as soon as I've made the commitment, I really love these sandwiches that so-and-so makes. I really love Yoplait custard yogurt. Right. It's gone. Oh, my it's eliminated. God. eliminated. No more Yoplait custard yogurt. Right. No more um, Kleenex tissues with these really pretty flowers on the yes, boxes. Yes, yes. No more, um, um, well, no more half-price cookies at Au Bon Pain after right. 6 o'clock. Like, whenever I like something. They eliminate it. you got to write a piece about that. I'm not sure. Where, where did it go? Oh, where I don't know. I don't know. And and places you become attached to that are gone. That that is the worst. That what, really hurts. The you know, every place is a fucking bank here. I know. I it's, mean and, and like no one does everyone does online banking. No one goes to the fucking bank. I miss tellers. I kinda I like know. talking to them. And I think that uh I tell you one thing that really drives me crazy. I don't live in New York anymore, but I don't understand why there is construction and Stuff like that, right in the middle of rush hour. Right, why, right, right. And why buses that seem to go and cause gridlock never get tickets? Right. And why they don't have it timed so that cars go on one light and right. pedestrians go on another light, like right. with the bikes. Right, right. Because when you're trying to make a right turn and there is a stream of pedestrians and people are beeping behind you and you want to say, Do you want me to plow into right. these people and kill them? So that's, you know, there's Do so you many like things. living in New Jersey? I, I do. I have space. I have a backyard and I can afford it. Right. And Chris Christie's your uh, governor. That's bad. Yeah. That's been F- bad. He's piece a of piece shit. of, you know. But you have legal medical marijuana and you are close to the city. I am. I'm close. I didn't know about the pot, but yeah, I'm close. I can be close. Yeah, and we, we get a great really view. close. We get a great view of everything in New York. Okay. Final question. Okay. What do you think? I don't I'm think still so. thinking about how you're. How do you date people? Oh, I'm I'm living with a fella with a dude. You are. I'm so yeah. excited because you wanted to be married by sixty. What? My, <laughs> I can't believe. I, I'm like I'm wondering where I said some of these things. My thing about sixty was if I wasn't married by sixty, then I was definitely going to run for office because right. I, I would mm-hmm. do that. But I don't you know should get still do it. I what, may. Wait, I may. what is he like? Oh, he's a doll. It was totally unexpected. Someone That's perfect. Totally unexpected. I had tried a little bit of. Um, Oh gosh, not Tinder, but what's the other thing? Um, what are some of the dating things? Grinder. No, okay, no, Cupid. I don't, okay, Cupid. That's okay. the one. Yeah. Which was no. just yeah, they're all bad. But what it, does he do? He is a marketing exec, <laughs> and uh, and he also uh, has worked Fuckers. doing fundraising for muscular dystrophy because oh. he has two sons, one who has muscular dystrophy. Oh, I'm sorry. And he's, and he's just this really great guitar playing like oh. sweetheart of a guy. 
Yeah. Oh. Irish Catholic, so that oh. would... But he... Who cares? What's nice is how we first met was he saw me perform, and it was one of those things where he didn't run away. Like, right, he wasn't he like, I'm intimidated, yeah. And then I got a call from him like two years later, and... Uh, Dressed like the uh, CBS this morning, three months later. Of, All right. Kind of. Two years later. A year All right, later. stop. We have to... Oh, we're we have getting to the thing. We're, we, can we do a part two? I'm not sure. All right. Anyway, uh, this is our final question. What do you think? Another final question? Yeah, we have two questions. I'm sweating. I don't think so. I don't think so either. She's like two. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, No, come on. What is it? (laughs) Are you on any antidepressants? Of course I am. Oh my God, I totally thought no. Oh, are you kidding? In fact, that's why she's too perfect. I'm on. Wait a minute. I we we are very Cymbalta. Oh, well, I'm on Cymbalta. Wellbutrin. No, no, I'm on I'm on Wellbutrin. Yeah, I'm on Cymbalta and Wellbutrin Who's and methylphenidate. And it I have had some really tough. Yeah, me too. Times that's Ritalin that I didn't even. Right. It's yeah. on a very. It's yeah. a really small. Yeah. Look, I'm on you Adderall. Know? I mean, oh there my are days God. sometimes where you can't get out. Of, you know, you can't face stuff. Oh. I wish I'd had it in my 20s. Oh my God! Can you imagine? I think about grammar school if oh I had some God. ADD medication. I've looked back because I used to have yeah. diaries after reading yeah. Harriet the Spy yeah. and I and Frank for me Dem- <laughs> Jesus yeah well I I far be it for me to say but I think it runs in my family right but thank God that was one of the gifts if you want to call it that of my mom's passing right. was I was so down in the dumps and went to a therapist and he said I think this would help and, and I've been on one thing or another since 1998 yes it saved my life same yeah. same yeah. I'm yeah. on Paxil um, go well, girl Butrin. yep uh, Deplin, which is a folic acid thing. Oh, okay. And now I'm having withdrawal from my arthritis medication. Oh, shoot. But the Zoloft makes her puke. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good to remember. Yeah. Side effects include. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nancy Giles. Oh, I, I fucking love you. I, I could talk this was to you. so much fun. Oh, my God. So Can you're going to be on my podcast at some point, yes. too, right? And you're going to come back for part two. Oh, good. And my podcast is The Giles Files, and it's on uh, uh, iTunes. And um, I was going to say, well, Butrin and Cymbalta. But ah, uh, it's no. on iTunes, Google Play. Google Play and something else. Okay. Just Google it. And where can people see you on, you know, social fucking media, which is ruined I'm the world? I'm having a hard time with that. I'm, I'm oh. getting better. I'm on Twitter at yeah. Nancy Giles NYC, NYC, but I don't have a website because the person who created it went batshit crazy on right. me a few years ago and right. took all the tools. Hmm. Um, I, I'm getting more into Instagram and yeah. stuff. and yeah, It's hard. It's too much. I just want to read. I know. I'm still old school, like sending out postcards. Yeah, I do showcases. that too. I don't even do that. It makes I write, me cry. Yeah, I know. But, it's sad. But anyway, um, you're great. This you is are. Great. I Both love of you. you. This is great. Thank you. Oh, Thank I love you. you. I love you. You're the best. You are. You, you are. are. Oh, my you God. Are. You guys are the best. Oh, my um, <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Fucking stink eye of her life. Oh, shut up. Um, Thank you, Nancy Giles. You're Thank one you, of my Judy faves. Thank you, Judy Thank you, Hennessy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. Thank you, Judy. Uh, thank you all for listening. So long! And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long.